When you travel to the tropical islands of Hawaii, you're probably packing for warm, sunny days at the beach. You got your sunscreen, your fedora, and know that you'll be enjoying a cocktail, or two, or three, as you listen to the lapping waves. As you plan your hikes and exploration activities, you stumble across a few well-known trails. This will be perfect. What you hadn't planned for was the night marchers, or the night warriors. Said to be ghosts of merciless warriors, these men and women roam specific regions of Hawaii during the night hours. The legend of the Hawaii Night Marchers has been passed down through generations, striking fear into the hearts of locals and visitors alike. Ask anyone there, and they will tell you the chilling tale of the undead. We're a couple of authors who love telling stories, and you're watching Iker and Ink. back to Iker Inc., where we dredge the depths of the horrific and hilarious in all their gore and glory. I am, as always, Micah. I'm Chelsea. And together we bring you the final episode of 2023. Holy crap. Today we will take a trip to Hawaii. So dress warm, make sure you bring plenty of sunscreen and some alcohol. Chelsea, I didn't tell you I got like a hundred of these, hundred of these little fireball nips for Christmas. So uh, I will probably be imbibing, uh, you know, and, and you know, I'm a bourbon drinker, right? So I the flavored yeah. flavored drinks don't really do much for me, but it's kind of an inside joke. And I figured, hey, they're here, they're on my desk. Why not drink them? I'm more concerned that you walked into somewhere and said, "Give me a hundred of those." No, I said I got them for Christmas. So so well, I so thought my, you said you got a hundred of them. I did get a hundred of them oh. as a gift. <laughs> Oh my so, gosh! So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a good, Chris, good Christmas, funny, funny, funny gag gift, but also, uh, it's alcohol, so I will drink it. Uh, I think that embodies today's episode. So awesome! I love it. Yeah. But enough of that. We don't need to talk about my drinking problem all day. What's going on with you? Uh, that's so funny. You say drinking problem, and I'm over here exchanging Jägermeister gifts. So maybe nice. I'm the one with the problem. Well, very good. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Uh, and you didn't give me any. First one down. Unbelievable. I didn't even get anything from you. Well, where's my sourdough? <laughs> where's my fireball? <laughs> Look, we had discussed previously, it's on record, that you were going to send me some sourdough. The first documented record. Oh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopping you up, man. <laughs> I'm hyping you up. How's that fireball? <laughs> Bro, that was. <laughs> uh, that might be the, that might be the fireball talking. That's freaking. Are you taking that on an empty stomach? Oh yeah, of course I haven't eaten anything yet. It's early. 
I'm like so disappointed I don't have anything. <laughs> it tastes really good. I might have a couple more. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sponsored by Fireball. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, sorry. No, no more interruptions. The first documented record of the Night Marchers dates back to the time of Captain Cook's arrival in the islands. In 1883... Recovered archives registered the first reference to Huka'ai, describing a mighty phantom army, the Olo, proudly led by the spirit of King Kumayamaya, pacing angrily about on the big island of Hawaii. Several residents tell ghostly tales of rhythmic chanting, horns blowing, and the beating of distant drums carried on the evening trade winds. Both locals and visitors report bright torches sighted in the darkness in areas of dense jungle with no trails. On nights of the full moon, numerous credible sightings of bands of tall and muscular warriors, bronzed and beautiful to behold, are reported. The warriors are described as marching with a god as their leader, accompanied by a band of torchbearers leading the way. Hawaiian storyteller Lopaka Kapanui remarks, The night marcher's job wasn't to terrorize people. It was simply to protect the most sacred, high-ranking chiefs, depending on the kapu's status. The chiefs marched in front or behind the procession. The night marchers showed mercy by traveling at night to spare people from harm. We know the first reporting and we know kind of what they are. But what's the story about being led by a god? Hawaiian religion is polytheistic, with four major deities. These are Cain, Kanaloa, Ku, and Lono. While there are a variety of gods in their practice, these four major deities have had significant impact in Hawaiian history. More importantly, the Night Marchers. So for reference, Cain, known as the god of creation. Essentially, this man runs the show and made all other gods. In cultural practices, if people needed help with giving birth, they would turn to Cain in their prayers. Kanaloa, created by Cain to act as his opposite and is known as the god of the sea and underworld. He created Ku, who would go on to marry his daughter Hina. Anything that had to do with the ocean, people would pray to Kanaloa. Ku, known as the god of war. He is the only god who requires human sacrifices and rules over eight months of the year. We're this deep in already. What is this, your fourth? Third. Okay, third. Third, third. third. Alright. Ku had his very own altar where the sacrifices would be conducted. Lono, the god of fertility, peace, and rain, and is known as the one who brings the rain, sun, and wind to make the lands fertile. Lono rules four months of the year, the ones that Ku doesn't hold power over, and it is said that war is forbidden during this time. It is a time of feasting, dancing, and celebration. Oh, this is great. So I don't know much. Yeah, I don't know much uh, Hawaiian lore. And uh, yeah, so this is awesome. You know, because I I know, I I know my way around Greek lore and I know my way around uh, Norse mythology. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, Hawaiian lore, I do not know much about. So this is awesome. That's, man, that's worth your uh, price of admission right there. Just, uh, just learning about those four gods. That's awesome. Isn't it freaking awesome? And yeah, I, I love they it. Are, they have such an impact and significant influence on even when the night marchers are spotted that yeah. I felt it was important to Sweet. incorporate I them. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Understanding these four deities will help us understand the next part. The night marchers are seen often, but have been reported to have a preference for marching on specific nights. These are Pocane, Poucho, Polono, and Poku. 
The first two are their favorite nights to march, and it's no surprise. Ukko translates to gods, so it is considered the night of the gods. Po translating to night, darkness, and even realm. But the night marchers weren't plain old warriors without a spark of creativity. They had unique traits about their march for specifically Po Kane and Po Akko to honor their religions, which can be noted still to this day by the sightings across Hawaii. Pokane is the night of the god Cain, and on that night, the marchers consist of chiefs, chiefesses, priests, and close attendants. Chiefs are accompanied by the Amako of the living. They march to protect those in their paths. It is characterized by the chief being carried by a manale, or sling. The procession is lighted by torches. The warlike chiefs are apt to march with and between two warriors, the collar of the tapu goes in front, often seen near old temples, and one will hear drums, flutes, and laughter as they are playing their favorite games, just like they did in life. Poaku is the 14th night of the moon, and on that night, the spirit of the chiefs, warriors, Amako, and the gods march. The people note these strange anomalies during this day. The night marchers are seen after sunset, and last until sunrise. Wind will appear to snap off branches of trees. Historically, this represents that nothing impedes the way of the gods, nor can anything appear over the gods' head. Rows of six people carrying torches. Three are female, three are male. Associated with the bright light, thunder, lightning, and the sudden downpour of rain and or heavy surf. The torches are very bright in honor of the gods. Wow. Okay, so again, this is so lore heavy. You know, I feel like we're barely touching the surface, but I know we don't have enough time to really go into this, but I hope it uh I hope it piques interest into other cultural lore and cultural mm-hmm. uh, uh beliefs. This is I love fascinating. It. Yeah. It's fascinating. I um, love it. For 2024, let's travel to Hawaii and we'll do a couple shows from there. Let's do it. Done. Yeah. All right, dig it. I'm down with it. We've covered a little bit of history, lore, but we haven't yet covered how influential this legend is to the citizens of Hawaii. There is mention that the night marchers will occasionally appear during the daylight hours, but this is no mistake. Kahuna elders advise that the night marchers only appear during daylight hours when they are coming to accompany a member of their ohana or family on their death journey across the Rainbow Bridge to the afterlife. Some people who report encounters with the night marchers say that they seem to float just above the ground while others reported sightings of giant footprints in the soil or sand after they have passed. Hmm. Others encountering the night marchers warn that no solid object in their ancient pathway can stop their march, reporting that they trek right through your house leaving an abiding legacy of fear that requires a cleansing and a blessing before the home is once again inhabitable. Oh, that's crazy. Right? Huh. There are three common trails that are simply known as the Night Marcher Trails. After dark, visitors are encouraged to be wary. <laughs> Why did I drink so many fireballs right, after, right in a row? <laughs> <laughs> we still sweat- got I'm, like... <laughs> I'm sweating like crazy here. <laughs> You're like, God, I'm feeling real good right now. I feel, I feel great. Oahu's Pali Highway, adjacent to the Kumeamea Battle Site, is an established pathway of the night marchers. 
Nighttime visits, especially if you travel alone, are not recommended. On Oahu's windward coast in Kualua Ranch, in an area said to hold the remains of hundreds of Hawaiian chiefs, night marcher sightings are common, reportedly the cause of numerous nighttime vehicle accidents. Hmm. Historic taboos and the frightening experience of others tell one that above all, the night marchers demand respect. To disbelieve or ignore their mandates is to risk death. Unless one of your relatives is marching in spirit with the warriors and recognizes and acknowledges you, you will die if you look upon their face. The night marchers are bound to protect their relatives for life and throughout eternity. When you feel the earth beneath your feet begin to tremble, the chanting cadence call of warrior voices, and pounding feet striking the earth, hide. A foul scent of decay precedes the marcher's arrival. They carry the stench of battle and death. The Hawaiian people cultivate Thai plants around their homes to provide protection from the night marchers and ward off other worrisome evil spirits. When the night marchers encounter a home surrounded by Thai plants, they detour and go around until they regain their dedicated path. Hawaiian natives warn, there is nowhere to hide. When you sense the presence of the night marchers, fall flat on the earth with your face buried in the soil. Remain perfectly still, projecting a mind message of respect and submission. You will not die. The warriors will pass. If you're already in the path of the night marchers trail, legend dictates you must strip naked and lie face down. There's a rumor that peeing on yourself will also keep you alive. Dude, this segment was awesome. It was right? so rich in, you know, in lore but more so more so in the elevated status of mm-hmm. these marchers. Oh right? my gosh, right? And the, and the the power they wield, the uh, the respect they demand, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 idea that, you know, they can pass through your home if you're walking down a path but it happens to be their path, you get know, get out all, of the all, way. Get out of the way or better yet, show respect. Mm-hmm. And Kneel, don't look them in the eye. Uh, lie prostate, uh, you know, strip naked. Even even the act of peeing yourself, obviously, that's an act of of utter submission, right? So yeah. all of that is is submitting to their authority, right? So that's a that is that is super interesting. That's crazy. I, I think it's fascinating that historically, yes, they had that significant influence, but even generations, centuries later, they are undead warriors that yeah. to this day people are terrified of they will kill you get out of their way they will kill you like like get out the way this is my chief this is my chiefess you know this is my this is my god get out the way or you gonna die ask almost anyone who lives in hawaii and they will tell you they've likely had some sort of encounter with the terrorizing night watchers ricky a security guard claims he once caught a glimpse of the night marchers during a brief trip to Walua some 19 years ago. Ricky and his then-girlfriend Jennifer visited their friends Richard and his son Ryan, who were camping on the Mokulea beach. Ricky remembers the exact date, July 5th, 1995. They arrived on the beach between 10 and 11 p.m. A distant flash of light caught their attention in the dark. It looked like a line of fire ants marching down the mountains of Dillingham Airfield. I thought people were hunting, but there was a long line of torches, he said. 
Another story tells this. I had some guests relay their story after a stay recently. It was a full moon and they went out for a walk around the fish ponds. On the other side was a procession wearing ancient Hawaiian costumes and carrying torches. The husband had his camera and took a flash photo, which alerted the procession. Then two warriors turned and headed towards the guests, walking directly over the water. This frightened the guests and they ran back to their rooms with the night marchers in pursuit. Just as they were about to be caught, there was the sound of a conch shell being blown in the distance and the warriors turned back. The really eerie part is after telling me about the encounter, I mentioned it was likely the night marchers and they didn't even know about the legend. So that's crazy. Yeah, getting there. You, you, look, you bowed to be you bowed to be killed. Yeah. You know, you're, the, you've got this this holy march that is that is sacred, right? Uh-huh. And, and you're going to take a flash photo? <laughs> you know? When I, like, that story makes me think of it straight out of a horror movie. When oh, people yeah. are like, let me just take a quick photo. Yeah. And then, you know, Dude, all no, hell you, breaks loose. You bout to be killed. It, Crazy. It's just a fascinating legend all around. And yeah. the intense respect that the yes. Hawaiian culture has for right. this legend centuries later. I mean, they're passing the story on generation to generation, telling right. their kids about it. Right. I yeah, love it. I do too. This was this was awesome. Short and sweet, which is great because we did get a lot of information in in a very short amount of time. And yeah. good thing too, because I'm starting to slur my words. <laughs> I so know you uh, are. <laughs> yeah. So 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 excellent, excellent episode. Um, well, that does it for this week's episode of Icker and Ink. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please hit the like button, thumbs up. We would appreciate it. Also, subscribe if you'd like to see more of this content. Uh, hit the bell if you want to know when it's dropping. Hint, it drops every Wednesday and Friday. That's two a week. And that's not slurring my words. And each one is chock full of legend, lore, horror, humor, stories. You gotta love it. We thank you so much for joining in, watching, listening. Do you have a suggestion for a creepy story? If you do, email it to us at ickerninkpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you want us to give you a shout out or if you'd like to remain anonymous. Shout out to mpiper underscore rights on Instagram. She is one of us and you could be too. We have hoodies, we have t-shirts, we have coffee mugs. They are comfy, sexy, and enchanted with magic. So if you would like to support the show and get some gear, go ahead and check that out. Links are in the show notes. We also have a Patreon. We do like to give back there with special unpublished episodes, a little behind the scenes. We have giveaways and drawings. So if you want to check that out, that link is in the show notes as well. Leave a review if you could, or leave us a comment. Reviews definitely help us over on the podcast front and comments. Well, here on YouTube, we love getting comments from uh, from viewers, correcting us, talking with us, congratulating us. I don't care. You can do it. Look, you can, Chelsea loves trolls. You can even troll us. I don't. I don't care. You know. I, I, I would prefer. <laughs> I would prefer more like community kind of stuff. You know. So if you want to like talk to us about the episode or like some of the research or some of the lore. I'm a huge lore guy, so like we can definitely chat lore. Uh, but leave us a comment, leave us a review. We would definitely love it. And until next time, I have been Micah. I've been Chelsea. I have been Micah. <laughs> I've been Chelsea. <laughs> Together we have been Igor and Ink, and you have been a beautiful audience. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>